How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 22 Chapter 1 This is Season 22 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 1. In this episode, we will be returning to the roots of consensuality between two people and incorporating our ideas about retrocausality. The most basic form of relationship, the tonic-dominant relationship, is one where the dominant acquiesces to the status of the tonic. In this form, the dominant's consensual reality becomes conjoined with the consensuality of the tonic. But how does this happen? How does it begin? It begins with a situation of stress or social tension between the dominant and the tonic. The tonic is refusing to exhibit postural releases or mirroring resulting in a gradual increase in social tension until someone gives in. That is, someone acquiesces to the status of the other, exhibiting postural releases to dissipate social tension. Now, the postural movements associated with giving into that tension, the postural releases highlighted by the release of tension in this case, become integrated into the movements of the dominant, such that they recur periodically. They recur periodically whenever the dominant is in a position of social tension. These movements become imprinted on the muscle memory of the dominant, incorporated into their social movements. Now, this is significant because whenever these postural shifts become emergent, it refreshes the link between the tonic and the dominant, such that the dominant acts further to the unconscious impulses of the tonic. This occurs even if the tonic and the dominant are not in the same social location. More importantly, the conjoining of the dominant and tonic's consensual reality recapitulates itself each time these postural releases become evident. In effect, we can say that the conjoined consensuality of the tonic and dominant is non-linear from the beginning, re-emerging periodically whenever these postures become self-evident. Now, what does it mean that the conjoined consensuality of the tonic and the dominant is non-linear? Well, it means that it can essentially jump spatially or temporally from location or time to another. It emerges, linked to these postural releases, through the dominant in acting them out. What this also means is that these locations or times are sequential, which is to say, there is continuity between them, contiguity in the thought processes or internal states associated with this consensuality. Since we know that it is consensuality which gives one an internal space for reflection, the non-intersection of one mind with many, we can see that this consensuality has certain rules, certain inhibited impulses, which are then diverted into the shadow self of the dominant. Which is to say, the effectuation of the impulses of the tonic means the subduction of their own impulses into their shadow self. Now, how do we interpret our language of the shadow self in light of the above? Well, we know that our consensuality describes the reality that we see, observe, consent to. The shadow self is manifest in our non-consensuality, which is in what we project on those outside our direct experience. Thus, the color or shades of what we project into others will change in light of the subduction of our impulses. This metaphor of subduction is a useful one. If you imagine our self as rather like a solar eclipse, with our self forming the light of the sun, that is, what we project to be manifested, and the moon as our conjoined consensuality. Those thoughts which escape the subduction of the moon are made manifest in those around us. In fact, if we can become cognizant of those thoughts which escape our shadow self around the periphery of our conjoined consensuality, 
We will see them manifest in those around us, either with close association or not. Now, I use the term muscle memory to describe the physical movements which resulted in the acquiescence of ourselves to the tonic. This term begins its importance with the understanding that when we project our intentions, they create a literal projection into the system, which upon deference or acquiescence to the status of the tonic, are subverted. This leads to appropriation of those intentions, either vertically or horizontally, as explained in a past episode. Just as the creation of archetypes or narratives through story results in their assumption by members of the system, so too do the projections of intention which are subverted by deference. Now, the last few episodes of season 21 reveal to us that consensuality possesses an absolute simultaneity, because it originates in pairing. Consensuality in the past, in the example, involutes into non-consensuality in the present. Thus, Non-consensuality segregates periods of conjoined consensuality until such time as those postural releases which signified the deference can be repeated. So for example, let's say you, dominant, are laying down when you last spoke with the tonic. Then, consensuality involutes as you go on a driving trip. The conjoined consensuality may not re-establish itself until you can mirror that posture or posing when you arrive at your destination. In between those two points, will be a non-consensual space. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.